You are listening to the Geeks Radio Internet Radio Network at geeksradio.com, home of Trek Off, the Not Safe for Work Star Trek podcast, Pop Off, where we geek out on comics, movies, and TV shows that are the superstars of geek culture, Podcast Who, the Doctor Who podcast with Phil Stamper, Ninjas vs. You, the official podcast of the Ninjas vs. Trilogy, and Garrett and RJ Go Hollywood, two regular guys trying to make it in Tinseltown. All of this is available for you for free by going to geeksradio.com or searching Geeks Radio on iTunes. Geeks Radio is a presentation of Endlight Entertainment. Warning, the episode you're about to listen to may include plot spoilers and naughty language, so listener discretion is advised. It's time for Trek Off! Benedict Cumberballs! Welcome to Trek Off, my name's Justin. My name's Alexia, is and this we, for real now? This is for real this, for real time. this time. So, um... So we're not going to talk about Angel. All right, so yeah, we think it was a sign. Well, they don't even know. The reason we're not talking about Angel is because it was too insular, and it keeps the other people not knowing and what we're talking about. And it was a sign. Here's right? the thing. They, so then the thing fell. And they it don't know broke. what we're talking about now. They do now because I just said the thing fell and it broke. Clearly. Duh. <laughs> and it was like stop talking about angels so we're not going to talk about it unless you really like if you let guys me go on facebook let, and you're like please tell us about it we'll let me let me, let me let me jump in the wayback machine for a second in the way back <laughs> <machine>. <laughs> um we recorded for 13 minutes and 42 seconds um and then um i've got an external we record this into an external like audio thing and i i bumped it and it fell and it all be- because i call angel butthurt yeah yeah we're talking butthurt. about the show angel and and she said she i thought she said buttered <laughs> she, she goes she goes how does that work she, i don't understand she's like angel got all all butter and i was like well, how did he get why was he buttered in what way was he in buttered what way was he buttered what does I, that even mean i don't i don't understand <laughs> i don't know what's going on so um but then we lost all of it and we realized that as much as we like to talk about buffy usually we can sort of talk about it in like such like general terms that I think it's okay to listen to, but this but time Angel is such a ridiculous show. Oh, it's not that it's such a ridiculous. No, it's show. because Angel's such a That's fucking not ridiculous why. show. That's with not why. Weird, crazy shit. No, that but unless you've seen it, you can't just kind of generalize. Other than to say it's a fucking soap opera, and that's why Justin likes it. I disagree with it being a soap opera. It but is. Oh my god, they even say it. He even. I will give Joss Whedon this. He even acknowledged it in season four or five, and one of them, Gunn actually says, "I was like, you're fucking right, dude. It is." So, instead, we're going to talk today a little bit about Voyager. We're going to talk a lot about Star Wars. Um, leading into uh, when this uh, is done, um, we are going to be uh, doing our mega cast for our donors. Who, if you're listening, I hope you're listening. If you're a donor, thank you. Um, uh, but we didn't want to leave you guys completely out on on the conversation. So this is that's because like, you said there was a lot of Star Wars news. Yeah, well, there's Star Wars news this week, and uh, and and I want to talk about that. Um, and we'll talk a little bit. Uh, we'll like sort of do a, a mini, mini version of what we're going to talk about. On We've done that, though. Well, let's do it here. Um, and I want to talk a little bit about Tron um, because I watched Tron for what I realized was the first time. What? I know. I always thought I had seen it. And then I was watching it and I was like, I don't know what's going to happen next. You didn't actually see Tron? I have now. Like, but you didn't know that you... It was what? so in my vocabulary. It was so in my vernacular that that, that you just thought you I had? thought I like, understood. I'm trying to understand how this even happens. Um, it's it, okay. It's like for the longest time, I could tell you everything that happened in Gone with the Wind. I've never seen Gone with the Wind, you know. Like, uh, but then I eventually did see it. Okay. Um, 
but it was just one of those things like especially since tron legacy came out i grew up playing the game and tron legacy tells you a lot about what happened in tron and i understand i've seen clips of tron so i know what the graphics were like i had just i like in my head i never gave it enough thought so when i popped it on i was like yeah it's gonna be fun i was gonna put on in the background and like from like the first two minutes in i was like i don't know this I need to watch this because really, it's fucking good, right? It's really unfamiliar to me. And I, yeah, we'll talk, we'll talk about it. We'll talk about Tron Legacy. I'll talk a little bit about Tron Uprising. It's something I want to talk about a little bit. And um, uh, and Star Wars. And we talked a little about it, Angel. And so, okay, well, we're going to have to agree to disagree. Are you going to finish? Are you going to... I mean, at this point, I'm on season five. I might as well. Uh, so... I mean, if I have... if I, I mean, at this point, when I went through the fucking sewery shitstorm that was season four... The end of season... The last three episodes of season no, four. No. No. Not the last three right, We can't... Well, we're getting... Again, you know what we should do? <laughs> we I should, should do an angel. I, we should do like an angel show and throw it on to what used to be Pop-Off, because Pop-Off isn't really... Yeah. Right. Then just like... There already is one. Um, There's a Buffy angel thing there. Uh, but it's just but it's, it's me and Arthur. Angel. So it's anyway, go and pop up. You can yeah, we should do that. So, we should do it. Because listen, you're not read it because it's not a book. Um, you're so, so weird. <laughs> <laughs> I said read it and I like, keep up. Um, <laughs> I'm not drunk. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, um, sure you're not. So, um, yeah, I had never seen Tron. That's crazy to me. Like I like I liked Tron Legacy, but I mean. It mostly just looked cool like i tron was better you know what i'm saying i see why we, people would think that like it just is to me i see why people would think that it's first thing i i will note it is such an 80s movie i fucking love that about it it's like it's like in the real world i, I don't mean i don't mean no i know I so, love so that about it. for 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 those of you who've been living under a rock tron <laughs> Tron is the story of um, of Flynn. His first name Kevin is that? Yeah, Sam is in the second one. Kevin Flynn, who um, who was a programmer for a uh, for a company called Encom, and uh, he um, on his in his spare time would stay after work and write video games. Um, and uh, a new person came in right about his same level and stole all his video games and basically stole all his video games and passed them off as his own, and then rose to power and had Kevin Flynn fired. And Kevin Flynn now owns this little arcade where where he has those video games, but Such so bullshit, man. So so what? Has and what's it, great about this? This is like sort of the the birth of video gaming. Oh no, it's not. Um, the height of it, yeah. It's like the it, height of video game. It's not the birth of video game. The, all the major video games from the '80s are already out at this point. When did Tron come out? What year? Like '83. Miss Pac Man was '81. Pac-Man was 79. I mean, but that's all before. I mean, this is that's still like Atari and shit. Like, and that's still like cabinets. Yeah, but oh, here's you know the what thing. I'm saying. Like, there it are was, it there was are arcades. Still, it was the beginning of the boom. Like the nine, like the late 80s and the early 90s was probably like the first real height. Like home consoles hit, and they really and well. They home really consoles hit. were around. The, the, I mean, it, we all right. So so um. I guess maybe my timelines off. I just remember as a kid. If you want to get your timelines together, um, oh, I wish I could remember the name of the documentary. It's a great one. It's like, um, like last quarter something. It's ugh, I wish I could remember the name. But there's a wonderful documentary about uh, basically the history of video gaming. That's awesome. Um, and uh, and like, I just I guess my point is though, like right now, like a guy writing some code in his off time, yeah. like it's kind of a people do that. Like yeah. that's sort of a given. 
today. But there were programmers there. I mean, clearly, because the movie's about programs. I know, but I'm saying, but back then, yeah. that was it was the beginning of that, that kind of stuff. Was, yeah, that yeah. wasn't something that happened all the time. Like although, was, although, although it was big that year, right? Because if it was, if it was, I think it was 83. I have to, I have to check. I might be wrong. Um, I might look it up on my phone while you're talking. Um, if I can find my phone. Because I don't have I, anything important to say. I, when you were busy tech, um, taking yeah, I, down I, those billboards. Fum, I, you were like fumbled my phone. No, my phone. Is, oh, there it is. Um, so, um, so it like the, it, around the same time, like Superman three came out, and computers were the thing that were going to get you. It was a super software engineers. That's what I'm saying. Like that was the beginning of like yeah. that being a huge thing, like Silicon Valley and that shit, yeah. like blowing up. Like it was then that yeah. that was happening. Sure. So that was what's cool about that movie is that it was sort of you know topical in that way. Um. So meanwhile, the uh, the head of this uh, company, um, the head of this company, the ha- bad guy, um, played <laughs> played by Star Trek alum David Warner. He's who, so good at being a bad guy. Who is who's and a good guy um, who is uh, who is Chancellor Gorkon in Star Trek six. He is. He's Chancellor Gorkhan. Um, and he's the Cardassian who tortures Picard. Oh, he's definitely that. Um, he's really good at it. And he's also in Star Trek V is sort of like this like mellowed out human. Um, so he's in Star Trek V and he's a totally different role in Star Trek VI. <laughs> <laughs> like, That's how it is They sometimes. just like using this guy. Because um, he's awesome. He is awesome. I like him. Every I time even I liked him in Waxwork. Not I, many people saw that. I even liked him in Titanic. He's in Titanic. Who's he in Titanic? He's Lovejoy. He's 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 second. He's Cal's like first guy in charge. Is he, are you he's, sure? he's the guy with the gun. Yeah. Okay. David Warner. Um, it, this doesn't sound like him at that all. That doesn't sound like <laughs> even a David little bit. Warner. Not even a tiny bit. I sound like Chancellor Palpatine. We'll get there. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, so uh, so what happens is that David Warner has uh, his he has started using this one computer program called master controller to uh to control what started as just like a little bit of the computer systems in his company well what the master controller program has been doing originally with his permission and now sort of on the sly is absorbing the functions of all these other programs and now he's like three thousand times more functional and smart as he was he's become completely self-aware um and he is trying to basically take over all the computer programs um, for everything, everywhere, they, you like you hear that he's taken over accounting, and he's ta- like uh, he's a sentient computer program who now has actually decided that the uh, that it's not just enough to take over uh, regular programs. He doesn't want to run the company. He wants to take over gov- governments and rule the world. Um, then you see inside the computer, and and the which pro- is fucking awesome. And the programs are people. Yeah. And and the way that they execute these people is they make them fight each other inside a video game. So when you're playing a video game, what you're doing is you're killing when you kill a character in a video game, you're killing one of these programs that Master Controller has somehow sent into the video game. Uh, um, <laughs> it's 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 shaky. But come on. So is Wreck-It Ralph. Fuck you. you. It was awesome. Um, it's awesome. Um, it's basically Wreck-It Ralph. Um, <laughs> just done really, really, really like 80s. And and pre Wreck It Ralph technology, but kind of the plot is the same as Wreck It Ralph. So really, Wreck It Ralph is ripping off Tron, is what you're saying, because Tron came first. Yes, but Wreck It Ralph's really good too. It is. No, I loved Wreck It Ralph. Um, to be clear, but kind of the same concept. No, not really. There is. I mean, there's there's some, there there's similarities there. I'm not I'm not I'm not disagreeing. There are similarities. I'm yeah. not disagreeing on that. But like, it's not both about Disney one. movies, so no one can sue. Right. Um, but it's not about a guy who is trying to. Yeah. So what know, happens is that important. is that is that. Flynn is um, absorbed by a laser, 
which I think laser. is the greatest. That it's a laser. Um, that was the thing in the eighties, though, yeah, right? Because lasers. lasers were. That was Nobody the, knew what the, the fuck the, yeah, a laser was. Yeah, it was the beginning was. of a laser, right? So, like in fucking what was it? Real, Real genius. genius. <laughs> fucking. That I knew shit. you were gonna go with Real Genius. <laughs> um, so, so he gets pulled in to the computer program and then it, it, it gets really um, or kind of into the net like into like the space between computer programs mm -hmm. um, where they all meet and they all believe that the users the humans are gods and they actually philosophically debate with each other whether or not the users are real right and and it's so fucking cool um, and uh, and then they like they go on a series of adventures and eventually um, there this character named Tron, who is written specifically as a security program um, to be separate from the master controller, um, works with Flynn inside the computer and then his partner outside the computer to destroy this big bad evil program. And by the end, like inexplicably, it decides to print out evidence, which is like three pieces of paper. The, exa the, the last five <laughs> minutes are a little are a little shitty. Um, they are not. Listen, no, it's a happy no, ending. No, here's, 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 that, is okay? it though? It's a happy ending, but like it's so wrapped up. It's such a happy ending. They don't even tell you if it's a happy ending. Like you see the <laughs> these pages print out because that's how the pages go. Oh yeah, and it, and it goes it goes priority one. Therefore, because this is priority one on the paper, it must exonerate Flynn. And then suddenly Flynn's stepping out of a helicopter and hugging his friends on a rooftop. And that's kind of it. Like you don't know. That's you, the thing about the like in the eighties when movies ended, they were so happy, everybody was okay, and yeah, that but, was always the case. Yeah, but I don't. So the, the thing about you don't the, need all of that. Whatever it is you're talking about. No, I but <laughs> I kind of like the Ferris Bueller ending where it ends and like they kind of wrap it up for you, and they're like, and so here's I like to know what happened at the end of the story, and I don't really, I know from the next Tron what happened. Like Flynn was put in charge and it kind of insinuates that he's put in charge, but it doesn't really explain that he's put in charge. It's just he steps off a helicopter. He's obviously in charge. He got out of fucking helicopter. Oh, dude. What do you fucking need? But it does end on this, everybody had a helicopter back then. What? It does end on this awesome shot of the city in um, time lapse where it goes from light to a city that we recognize as a human city to night where it's lights. And all of a sudden, the lights going back and forth on a grid look very, very much like mm. a computer program. And that's, that's what it's in you. Cool, right? I was, first of all, I know I've had problems with the original series specifically um, in that I wanted the, the, special the special effects, effects or lack thereof. It didn't bother me here because because the special effects are either awesome for the time are really shitty. I don't understand why they spent they spent a ton of money clearly because they had it wasn't just that there were digital effects but there were digital sets. Mm -hmm. Like places where like the the entire background is digital. Yeah. And and everything you're seeing is digital. But clearly their discs are frisbees. Like really clearly. They are not frisbees. They're frisbees. No. They're, they're Tron discs. They are clearly Frisbees <laughs> with concentric circles with the Target logo stamped on them. Stop it. <laughs> the Target logo in varying colors. Um, um, no, because the Target logo is red all the time. Um, no, sometimes it's white. You're wrong. That statement's incorrect. Sometimes it's white. But it's never red. blue or gold. Are you saying the Target's evil? Is that your point? Is Target, you, is Target the, the slave of the master control program? It might be. I'm just um, saying. Um, but I didn't have a problem. Like... Like the biggest, sorry, the biggest offender of the entire thing is um, Sark, 
who is uh, David Warner's character inside the computer. Um, he's got this helmet on. Oh gosh, yeah, the helmet. That's clearly <laughs> made of cardboard. Stop it. <laughs> I'm wrong. I'm not wrong. It's clearly made of cardboard. Now, I but see, it's awesome. No, it's not. No, it's clearly cardboard. <laughs> And 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 don't say oh that's all no they, like Return of the Jedi had already come out at this point if not if not Return of the Jedi definitely Empire had already come out at this point like 2001 had already come out at this point like they had the money to make a better helmet the greatest helmet of all time was already four years old at the time this movie came out if not older it's Darth Vader I figured yeah is the greatest helmet of all time as helmets the greatest helmet of all time as helmets go. <laughs> As helmets go. Like if you were to go on the internet like, and like Google greatest helmet. Of no, all don't time. do that because something else will totally come up. Oh. Oh, yeah. It's like, it's all Ron Jeremy. Oh. Like, <laughs> of course it's something sexual. Da- da- but if there was like a list of helmets, like what other helmets would oh be on gosh. this list? Oh my gosh, Darth Ron. I want to see a movie called Darth Ron. That'd be amazing. So, um, so I dug it. I found myself surprised. That I wasn't watching it and enjoying how cute it was. I was actually into the story. I found yeah, myself surprised awesome. that I was sucked in despite the fact that... And maybe it's because in the 80s it could be light and fluffy. I think if it tried to be any more serious than it was. Because maybe that's the other problem I have with Star Trek. Star Trek tries to be very, very serious on cardboard sets. So maybe um, that's your issue. Is that if, 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 it, if it had tried to be... If, if David Warner had given an impassioned speech about the nature of reality and it was him in, in, in the cardboard helmet I might have checked out I might have gone this is fucking ridiculous but because it's all sort of grand comic book speak inside there um, it's kind of dope it's kind of I, I, I kind of like <laughs> Isn't it. Isn't it awesome? Yeah, I, I, I've always loved Tron. Um, I'm really surprised that you actually I, hadn't. I was too. That's, That's the crazy. thing. It doesn't happen to me a lot that I think I know something really well and then I watch it and I realize that I just totally. Although that that had to be kind of a fucking treat at the same time. It was time. a treat. I really you know enjoyed I mean? it. I was like, And I was watching it with my. So my oldest son and I have been watching um, Tron Uprising, which is a prequel to Tron Legacy in the form of of probably the greatest um anime series i've ever watched no, I, that's I, I haven't watched i haven't watched many or ghost in the shell if you watch ghost i in the watched shell, some of ghost in the shell really but fucking good. i found this really relatable and it was in a universe that i knew um because i had seen legacy and i had seen legacy i saw legacy like six times in the theater wow you know why legacy gave me something that I'll bet Tron gave. I'll say this. Legacy did for me probably the same thing Tron did for the people when they first saw it. I see a lot of fucking movies. And I said this last time we talked. Last, I think I said on the last podcast. I've seen a lot of movies and rarely does a movie give me something I just haven't seen before. Like yeah. as good as Avatar is, Avatar is putting me into a really fucking awesome jungle. But it's a jungle. Mm-hmm. I know a jungle. I've seen a jungle. I know what a jungle's like. You know, I haven't been in a jungle, but I've seen enough jungle movies. They're like as cool as Avatar was. It's still a jungle. Yeah, it's still a jungle. Um, As cool as Star Wars is. It's still space. There's space. They're on ships. They've, you know, I've seen all of that. Tron Legacy put me in this world that looked completely different than anything I had ever seen. That the rules of which were clearly defined and yet were fun to discover like how the bikes were made and like how yeah. See, the, then you would have that like um, the reason you feel that way about Tron Legacy is because you hadn't actually seen Tron before. Yeah. Like, um, so because I had already seen Tron, Tron Legacy to me was like I enjoyed 
the 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 effects and the visuals and and getting to see that world again and getting to see that world with the technology of now but and jeff bridges who is an effect unto himself even in tron legacy he's oh yeah just he's amazing in tron i love him in tron legacy you're really messing with my zen thing man <laughs> you know I, I i thought it was a, a really interesting character i love that he did tron legacy and true grit in the same year <laughs> that's just i still haven't seen true, his true grit oh it's so. great oh it's I really good heard. it's really good anyway it's a granola bar you want the last piece how much is in that last piece probably has like 15 calories um but yeah i was um i'm eating in the mic awesome we're like back to our like first 10 episodes we're probably doing is eating the mic um i was really i was really uh surprised at how much i like tron though anyway we're i was watching it sorry i was watching it with my son and we were watching um uh tron uprising it's really good. It's really in-depth. I'm really bummed out because we're almost to the last episode and I know there's going to be no resolution because the show was canceled. Well, then why the fuck did you tell me to watch it? Because it's really good. And you can sort of imply the resolution. You might know what, might not know what happened to all the characters, but Tron Legacy does happen afterward. So, you know, at the very least, like Tron is still Tron in Tron Uprising. And yet in... In Tron Legacy, he's Rensselaer, and you don't find out he's Tron until halfway through the film. Um, and I don't know that the show is ever going to show him becoming Rensselaer. That's what I want to see. I want to see that. I want to see the connective tissue, mm-hmm. and I don't think I'm ever going to get it. Um, but it still is fun to watch, and, and having watched Tron, hopefully tomorrow, if all goes well, we will be watching Tron Legacy in 3D here on the screen. Nice. So... Um, but that's why I watch it because it was just like, how often am I getting? I, I, I mean, I never imagined I'd be able to have 3D in my home for you know 500 bucks, right? You know, like, but like I saw it IMAX 3D every time because it was just like I could just sit back and go, this is a st- it's so it's so immersive, especially when, yeah. when you're being put into this fantastical world. Yeah, you got yeah. Um, so One I really day I really want a fucking Tron bike. Like they sold them; they were very expensive. And it looks really awkward. Well, like, I it thought, looks like it would actually be awkward to ride, but I still think I want one. I thought you awesome. meant that you wanted a bike that you could store in a little like handle, like a little bar that you could pull apart and then a bike would form around. Oh, you. well, that would be fucking sweet. Yeah. Shit, but yeah, what no. if that's what she did mean? What if this conversation went the way of her being really upset? Like that I was like mocking her or like like what she wanted. Like, of course, I want a Tron bike. You know, the the bikes are loud sometimes and they're hard to park. And sometimes you can't find like how awesome would it be if I could just hold my just bike? Like, shoop. Yeah, and I'm like, I'm like, Alexia, that can't happen. And she's, what the fuck? Why you gotta fuck with my my Zen, dude? (laughs) (laughs) You're really messing with my Zen thing, man. man. Um, but yeah, I thought that that Tron, uh, Tron Uprising and Tron Legacy, it's that's still the the world I know. I'm really hope they do another. Like I'll say this about Tron Legacy: when it ended, it felt ripe for the story to continue. Like like Nora what her name wasn't Nora Nora's the character um whatever her name her name was uh the ISO the mm-hmm. girl um and Sam they left she had left the computer world and she was in our world and you know that and there's something there yeah like yeah and and, and could be more story and 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 is Flynn dead or is he in there you know she's got a little thumb drive of all that which I love that they say that all of it can fit on a thumb drive because it can yeah um and and what's gonna happen? I, I will say that I did I did dig the um, 
the coolness that it was a continu- like it was actually a continuation of that world to now. Well, my first you know my, I mean? my my first surprise was having not seen Tron when I see Jeff Bridges inside the game as Clue at the beginning of Tron. I was like, holy shit, Clue's in the first Tron. That's why he's young Jeff Bridges yeah. because he's Clue <laughs> and he wouldn't age. So yeah, I it's it makes. Like, that's so funny. <laughs> like you didn't, you didn't know that. Like, well, because I, 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 it's like I'm sitting the entire time through the movie going, oh, oh. <laughs> so speaking of jumping, jumping that ship and onto this one. Speaking of television spinoffs that were canceled of movie series that I love, um, there was some news this week in the Star Wars uh, TV world. Um, I didn't know there was a Star Wars TV world. Yes, you see, there was a show running for for four seasons called Star Wars: The oh, Clone Wars. Oh, you mean War. that crappy cartoon movie thing? It, oh. Yeah. Oh, here's. The, I guess I don't acknowledge that. Sorry. <laughs> it, you never saw it. How can you not acknowledge it? I not did. I you told, saw, I watched it, and it was awful. You saw a movie, a movie that was of that show, and it was a movie bad, that was so bad. So bad. Listen, that I walked out of. I walked out of that. Film. I wanted to turn it off, but I didn't want people to be able to say, well, you didn't stay to the end. It got better. So it, it, here's the thing. I walked out of the theater on that. And and I own that film and I watched it once. And even now I find it unwatchable. It's, it's not good. But it's if so you bad. if you don't believe me and again, the last time I told you to watch the show it didn't go so well. That's what I'm saying. Uh, like you like Angel. Like clearly so, something is broken in your so, brain. So. so if you want to do your own sort of research, jump on Amazon and look up Clone Wars, cl- the the Clone Wars movie and the Clone Wars show, and see what the difference in the Amazon rating is, because you'll see that the Clone Wars movie, people are like, yeah, but the rating for Angel is really good too, and it's bad. Okay, but I'm just saying to to illustrate that there is a difference between the movie and the show. See that the general consensus is that the is that the, is the show the show is good, is good, and, and that the movie is, is a big pile of diarrhea and a stick. It's just, honest, which it's is just, just difficult. It's difficult to do. I mean, it's like really? yeah. it's really just more of a brown wet stick. <laughs> it went on. It's a lovely I love that we take it to this place. I like how you say we. We do. You do. I can't believe that you, you said diarrhea. I am offended, sir. <laughs> of course you are. <laughs> I say good day. <laughs> um. So they have announced. Um. One, and this is look whether or not you will ever watch the show, and I'll bet I get you to watch it at some point. Um, I mean, I think I'm gonna have to start off in order to get you to watch it. I'll just catch you up on what happened on the movie and just give you like the plot points you need to know from the movie and sit down with you and watch two episodes and then decide from what movie from the Clone Wars movie. I saw it. Yeah, but okay. But you, you might not remember it. You're right because it was awful. <laughs> <laughs> it was. I tried to wipe it from my brain. <laughs> anyway, the, the, um, just from a, a, a TV making point of view, you should appreciate that they, Show ran for four seasons, ended on a semi cliffhanger, um, not a huge cliffhanger, but enough of one that you want to find out what's going to happen next. Then Disney bought Lucas and, and canceled. canceled Clone Wars, and people were up in arms, and you know because there are people who watch the show. Yeah, I watch you're those. watching that. I guess. Um, and and especially because there is a big dramatic question that the show raises in that there is a character named Ahsoka Tano who is um, Anakin's Padawan. Anakin's learner who is in the show who is not in episode three. And the question I have always had is why is why what? Because ha- there must have been a plan. OK, so then this news, I presume, is, is that that is, is not just to give the why, but they have ordered a full 22 episodes 
of season five. Of the Clone Wars? Yep. And it's going to be on Disney XD. So it's coming back. It's coming Which back. They, they canceled a, it and brought it back. They canceled it and brought it back for a final season. They said, we're going to do the final season. So that they, you get the answer. That yeah. They, they had already worked on like six episodes and they were like, well, we'll release them on the web eventually, these six episodes. And they just announced that, no, they're going to do all 22 and bring the series to a close. Well, that's good. Um, I, whether I watch the show or not, I think it's good for... Well, I, and I think it's good for Star Wars. Yeah, because, for Star Wars. Sake. Because otherwise, you have to discount the show like otherwise it's kind of like going yeah the show didn't happen hey it's kind of eh, yeah, out of the right. you know it goes the way of like the ewok adventure you know like it oh did oh my gosh yeah yeah it's like or droids you know like like yeah there was a there was a there was an r2d2 c3po cartoon show when i was a kid it ran oh, for like half a season oh my gosh i didn't yeah. Even know wow. yeah i like them but i don't want to see them for a half hour no just them no that like, does not work um so i uh, so, yeah, I'm I'm excited about that because um, one thing that they've always been pretty good about, um, although they're going to ha- not be as good about now, unfortunately, people are going to be really pissed off, is that it's been one, the idea is that it was one sort of known continuity and that that continuity was all, it was all valid. That they even tried, you know, they tried really hard to make it so that the books were valid and the, and the movies were valid mm-hmm. and the TV show is valid. Anything you watch should not conflict with anything else and to have Ahsoka alive and then not there and never explain it really bummed me out Mm -hmm. Um, the other news and I've known for a while they're doing the show is uh, that they said there's going to be a second Star Wars animated show running at the same time Um, it was going to be the only one this was going to be the flagship Star Wars animated show and then they did uh, Clone Wars but um, I'm going to look it up so I can show you here Um, and you guys can look it up by searching Star Wars Rebels in whatever you're listening to us on, on your phone or whatever, so you can take a look at the picture. Um, but this is, uh, they posted the main villain of Star Wars Rebels. Star Wars Rebels takes place between episodes three and episodes four. So it's after the Emperor's taken control, after the Purge, after Order 66 and episode three, after all that's happened, the rebellion is starting to happen. Um, but this is the guy who's going out, going around taking out the Jedi. Okay. Um, and he is a servant of Darth Vader. Uh, he works for Vader. His name is the Inquisitor. And this is what he's going to look like. So look now. You can look it up. Hmm. <coughs> and he basically goes around with a bunch of stormtroopers trying to figure out if there are any fucking Jedi around. Um, so he looked kind of badass. He looks kind of cool. Got- I like his, his double his double lightsaber. Yeah, yeah he's like got the piece in the, the circuit. Yeah, he's got, he's got a double lightsaber. Cool. He looks a little like Vader. You know, a little bit. you know, he's um, I like that Vader has an apprentice that he's training, that he's, you know, that he's going around to do that. But it's it's supposed to follow the survivors of episode three as they form the rebellion. Hmm. Um, okay. And I'm excited about it. I was excited I to be OK with that. Yeah. You know, well, I was excited to see one. It's new Star Wars. And and where what we're going to talk about in the Megacast, we'll talk about here for a little bit is what I liked about. And I said this earlier to you off mic. What I liked about the prequel trilogy is that it expanded the worlds. It expanded what happened. And what I liked about Clone Wars, it doesn't really expand what happens that much because it's 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 a limited period of time between episodes two and episode three. Um, but you did get to see what those looked like. And the one thing that the Clone Wars did that I really liked is they focused on the clones a lot. So you got to know the way that culture, there would be a culture, there are millions of them, right? So there would be what's happening on their off hours. What, what is it like being one of them? Oh, what is, I understood they were rather comical creatures. The from clones. The movies. Yeah. The clones. Yeah. 
Not like, comicals. Comical, yeah. No, that's, not the that, droids. That, oh, not the droids, not, the clones. Okay, the clones. The clones, the okay. yeah, the stormtroopers. Um, and so one of the things that the Clone Wars deals with... Because I'm thinking, because I was just trying to watch episode one with the fucking... Well, no, wait, no, wait, no. hold on. You're under arrest. No, no, like, no, oh no, no, no. The, 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 the clones are, are... Are the... The stormtroopers, the stormtroopers eventually. eventually. But okay. one of the things right, that, right. That, that I liked about the show is it dealt with the difference between the clones that are right off the line and the clones that have been gone through, you know, a couple years of war. Sure. And so the ones offline, they all look the same. They all sound the same. They all are exactly the same. The ones off a couple of years, you know, some have scars, some have colored their hair, some have changed right. They've their gotten their own personalities so, yeah, at that point. Some right? they've been through different experiences. Some are traumatized in this way. Right. Some are strong. Some are weak. Like it's it's you know that's actually like conceptually, I see how that's cool. I really enjoyed that, and it's you know it it's difficult for me to like. I want to f- see how that works in with Order sixty six. I hope that they deal with that in the final season. To go, you know, how do you deal with the fact that you've got... Because there are recurring clone characters you get to know. How do you deal with the fact that, that they all immediately turn with one order from the Emperor and just murder all the Jedi in, in Episode 3? Um, and I and I hope that the new season deals with that. Hmm. Um, but I like the idea of Rebels, too. I like the idea of, of again, that really expands the universe. That's a period of 20 years. You yeah. know, and, and, you know, I know that, you know, I it, it's just interesting to me. Um, but the rest of the expanded universe is like they're they're taking a big shit on it. What do you mean? Well, because they so so there's a there's a whole series of books that takes place after Return of the Jedi. So what you're saying at this point by making the movies, they're not going to. No, no, they're they're saying, you know, this Lu- is the reality. Yeah. Lu- and those books are not. It's something we as Star Trek fans dealt with for a long time is that they, they would write Star Trek books and then. The movie would like like William Shatner wrote a book called uh, called Federation. Thank uh, you. I, I think yeah, where he met you know Captain yeah. Picard. You know, well uh, he met Janeway too, and he knew Janeway. Well, in this particular one, it was ja- in this one it was just Picard, and it, and it came before Generations, I think. Um, so when Generations came out, that shit didn't work. Yeah, right? it did. Yeah, so oh, so okay. in Star Trek, we're used to them. You know, they kind of go in the books are disposable. Um, and ever since the prime universe has not been around, all of the books have been written in the prime universe. Um, and since they know they're not go- coming back to the prime universe, that we're never going to see that again, they have actually let the books be more interconnected now. They have a, a, they have a chronology. Right, because there's no way to fuck it up at this yeah, point. Yeah, at this point, they're like, okay, so so you there's actually a chronology, a Star Trek chronology that you can follow that like, right, like, like, and I think Esri is is on the fuck she, she's different now she's like a general she's been through like the war so she's like she's like a hardened general she's on the titan hardened that's the word you want to use for her really. well she's 10 years older though she was like oh, she, fucking what? she was a 20 year old neophyte when you met her and now she's <laughs> and now she's you know she's in her 30s and and she's been through a war or two because the the borg so she's less annoying the borg decimate the federation from what i understand in the books like oh, okay. just decimate it, just like rip it to shreds. Well, yeah, I imagine they, that like realistically, that's what would happen. Um, and they and they deal with that. Like that's a, it's like you could, if you wanted to read Star Trek, there is now a, a whole saga of Star Trek that you can read. Um, but I, uh, I think I always have trouble reading the books because, um, my experience is such a visual one with that world. Mm-hmm. Um, that. I guess I just that's how I want to see it 
You know what I mean? Like I don't want to visualize it in my head as I'm reading a book. Which versus if I had like read the book first and then they had a series, I that's different for me. I don't know why. It's I read the DS9 relaunch and it was really interesting um, because you had Ensign Rowe on there. Ensign Rowe came on to DS9 um, as the new uh, as the new security officer. She replaces Worf as security officer, and while she is a um, I. I forget how it works, but she, she comes on, but she's an atheist, an atheist Bajoran. Right. Um, and then you have uh, Kira, who, if I remember, I'm trying to remember how it worked. Kira um, is has been ostracized by the Bajoran, um, the, the leadership of the, of the Bajoran religious order. So she is a believing Bajoran who's been rejected by her religion and chooses to believe anyway. Wow. Okay. You have a new captain on who's kind of bland. I don't remember. My favorite character on the show is they have a Jem Hadar on, on the, the station. Uh huh. Or, or on the in the books. Okay. I was or, like, there's a show I don't know about. No, no. <laughs> in, in the books. Sorry. They, they, his name is Tarantar, and he is uh, Odo specifically sends him from the Dominion um, because he wants the Jem Hadar to understand what it's like to live among us. And he is like, eventually he becomes part of the crew. But for the first like two books, he's basically like, I want to kill you so much. I, I, want, <laughs> I want to kill all but, of you. But, but the, because Odo's kind of the leader of the Dominion now. Mm-hmm. And, and basically Odo has said not to. And he's a god and I will do what he says. But I, you need to know. That I want to kill you. I hate you. I hate you all of you and I want to kill you. <laughs> but I, I will do everything I can to work with you because I was told to. Huh. And it's a really interesting dynamic. It's, it's, it's a cool dynamic, you know? I can imagine, yeah. Um, so, I mean, it's 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 got to be, you know, my friend Arthur, the guy, the Spamalot, the guy who's mm-hmm. in Spamalot, <coughs> when I met him, he was um, he was big into the Star Wars Extended Universe, more so than the movies. Huh. Um, and it's interesting because he was like, I'm not that into the movies, but I really like the books. And it wasn't until recently on a couple of car rides that I listened to a couple of books. Um. And really, it's like a seven. It's like a wow. I love that. It's your phone. <laughs> it's really like a seventeen-hour experience when you're listening to an audiobook, or if you're reading a book. It's a you know, it's a week-long experience as opposed to a two-hour experience. Your experience of that story right. takes time. And if you've read, you know, twenty of them, you've taken years of your life in this expanding story that's all interconnected. And now they're gonna just they're kind of gonna go. Sorry. Just kidding. JJ is like, I don't jump into a star, a star related sci-fi epic fantasy um, without completely destroying universe when I do it. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to completely undermine what you've enjoyed before because I think it's the best way to tell the story I want to tell now. And that's all that really matters. Um, So um, also in Star Wars news, they have said that I um, like they were coming out lately saying, um, it was just a couple of weeks ago where Lucas has said he actually is more, it's evidently more involved than was like, than people are thinking that okay. he's, he's um, showing up in production meetings that he spent like a year writing it out. That's very, very detailed. That part of signing it over was, that it was going to follow the details and he's still involved. So even though he's there as an executive producer and as an advisor, he is not just that name, but he is actually 
he's there and and and, and actually participating. And I'm kind of okay with that, and more than okay, I kind of want that to be. Yeah, the I thing. mean, I am too. I mean, the thing is, it's it's still at the end of the day the the universe that he built. Like, and whether you agree with the you know episodes one, two, and three, which generally I don't. There is a flavor. That goes through all six films. Yes, that's what, and that, like, and that's what you're what you're talking about when it's like this world building that you get from the first three movies. And I agree with you. There's just a flavor. There's a there is there's a, a feeling of I I feel there's like a, I am in fact in the universe. Star Wars galaxy. You might not like right? the story that in that galaxy told. far far away that this stuff fits in there. Yeah. I, I feel if that. suddenly it was shaky cam and lens flares and people running and, you know, yelling at each other. And, and this I won't feel the same this way, this, yeah. this 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 sort of this hyper intense all the and time, all the time. Everything is so important all the time. Yeah. Like, I really don't want him to do that. Yeah. Like, I really, really, really don't <laughs> yeah. like the more I, you know, examine Star Trek into darkness, um, the more I I get upset. You know I, I, I mean? get concerned but because the reason it's I, like because I lo- I still love the characters, but I don't I absolutely don't love this breakneck speed, always 150 miles an hour. Like I just I don't. Can I tell you something about like Star Trek that. Into Darkness. It is sinking still in my in my liking, like in my rank Might where as I put well. it. Um, except. Benedict Cumberbatch is so good. He's so good. He's a pleasure to watch. He really is. He really is. And He's it's delightful. and it's a wonderful spectacle. It, believe it or not, I would have I would have no problem showing Star Trek Into Darkness. Like it would be my go to film to show to someone who wasn't a Star Trek fan. Like I would go, this is good. You like this? Like like I wouldn't show that person First Contact even. Maybe First Contact, but like you wouldn't show them the first Star Trek. Star Trek the motion picture? Yeah. I wouldn't show myself Star Trek the motion picture. No, no, I'm sorry. I mean the, the reboot one. Star Trek 9, yeah. Yeah, I chose I would cuz I'm saying like if I if I would could show show them one of those two, yeah. I think I would rather show them that sure. one because it's at least not this everything is ridiculously amped up all the time. Go 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 go. I will like, also there is th- a lot of hustle, but not like there is in I will also say this. Having watched Into Darkness a couple more times, because I have, because um, it's still the newest track, so I'm still trying to get it into my head. Um, I'm not that happy with Chris Pine's performance in this one. Really? It's 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 okay. I mean, I just I love Chris Pine. Here's I the do, thing. So he's fine, but in the first one he was Kirk. I felt it. It was I walked away from that one going I because that's what I would always say. We go. It's amazing because because Zachary Quinto's Spock is dead on. And Chris Pine's Kirk is not dead on, but it's totally, it's t- Kirk. totally Kirk. And yeah. this time, you know, I can't imagine William Shatner Kirk going. The only reason you are still alive is because I no, you're allowing right. it. You're absolutely so right. shut your mouth. Yeah, you know, you're right. He I never you know, and and I just don't like like it. But I feel like that. See, I guess I I don't lay that blame at Chris Pine. I lay that blame at the writers because. Kirk would never say that. Oh, Kirk could say that. I could see Kirk coming no. in. Kirk could say those words with a different performance. He absolutely. No way. He would never say those words. He could He could walk right up to him and go. He would say something similar, but he wouldn't say those words. He could, I could, you couldn't see him coming up to the screen and being like, the only reason you're still alive is because I'm allowing it. So shut your mouth. No. Like I could see. I could see. Maybe the first part of that. Line. A version. I could, I could see. I could see a version. I a could different see a, take. A di- I could see an intent 
of what you just said. Yeah. But said differently. I think that William Shatner could say those words. He I could. It wouldn't be. Curved. But but he wouldn't say it. Shut your mouth. You know, it's, no. it's, it's just wasn't. It was again. It was because they were going. I guess if he was, if he was they under go- the influence of something, Kirk might say it. But right? were, I could see that. It's because they were going for intensity all the time. All the time. That, That's what that I mean. Like everything. No one is all ever. The time that intense. It's like you can't What's, exist that way. Well, and I know we're beating a dead just, horse because we've said this a thousand times before about about into darkness. But in particular, what scares me is that Abrams keeps going. Well, I was never a big Star Trek fan. I was a Star Wars fan, so I bring a lot of that to this, which means that that's what he thinks Star, Star Wars, Wars is. is, which does concern me. That he because that's not what Star Wars yeah, is. Yeah. Like I'm sorry, there is absolutely nothing intense about uh, uh, yeah it's a dumb conversation anyway well, you know what i mean like well here, let's look at let's look at the most <laughs> intense of the of the original trilogy which is empire empire yep. is a breakneck movie that from beginning to end you know is is from beginning to end that film is uh something's happening from moment one to the last moment and yet there are times for Luke to train. It's qu- very quiet scenes. That's what on I'm saying. Dagobah. Like there's there's shit happening. Yeah, sure. But, but it's but, not everything so, like, going. So, uh, but like that's what I mean. There's more philosophy. Let's going say, well, on. let's you take the, I mean? let's even take the philosophy away. Let's take Luke completely out of that film and look at the most stuff is happening intense part, mm-hmm. which is Han and Leia on the Falcon. Um, let's just take that sequence: the escape from Hoth to the point they land at Cloud City. Because that's intense. Stuff is always happening there. Sure. Okay. And yet, there is an ease about it. There is, there is, these people are in the situation, but they're not freaking out. It's an intense situation for them, but that's not. Yeah, but like. It is not adrenaline pumping. Yeah. Intensity with them in the most intense part of the film. It's not adrenaline pumping intensity. No. Uh, Now, let me be clear. It's taught. There are times when it's taught. Yeah. And like, you're like, fuck. Oh, oh, okay. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? And that's different. That's a very different vibe than like, I mean, I just, it, the, you know, Into Darkness just felt kind of like a roller coaster that just kept going. And like, the thing is a roller coaster I don't want a roller, fun, I don't want a roller but coaster. But I don't want it for two hours. I don't want a roller coaster that Star Wars is not a roller coaster. It's not. It's a, uh, it's a, it's, it's, there's so much about it that's, that's philosophical that I think. And whimsical. Yes. Definitely whim- whimsy. whimsy. And the thing that I feel like the reason that I don't like the first three, the 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 prequels, that much is of the whimsy is gone. No, not all of it, but it's not that their whimsy is gone. It's that instead of it being whimsy, it's comical. And those two things are very different. There's whimsy. There's, There's some, whimsy. some whimsy. But I'm saying like it, he basically, it's like he goes for whimsy, and then he goes, oh, just kidding, and goes too far, and makes it comical, yeah. and then that's not the same. Yeah. No, I agree with you. So, um. So let's talk a, a mini version of what we're about to go spend a couple hours talking about um, uh, and the original, the, the new trilogy, episodes one, two, and three. Um, your basic take on them from what I'm getting. It's going to be no secret. It's not like it's going to be the big reveal. Like, like, and your review is... That they're fucking poopy. Do you really think they're that poopy? I really do. Yeah. Do you think they're that poopy independent of the original trilogy? Same yes. question about Into Darkness. Do you think Into Darkness is poopy? I mean, 
it's hard for me because there are definitely I, there are characters in it that I really enjoy, and for me, a lot of, a lot can be salvaged by enjoyable characters. And is it but unfair? I can't ignore the issues. And and I think that it's. Uh, I'll say this to J.J. Abramson. I don't get it because this is a guy who ran television shows or who who like produced TV. Mm-hmm. This guy, um, he should know. He gives a great first into darkness is a great first time experience. The first time you're watching, you walk sure. away from it and you're like, that's amazing. That was fun. But he he time, has to know? understand that rewatchability is a factor now. Yeah. And it will factor into from from a business perspective, it will factor into how well the next movie does. Yeah, absolutely. You know, that you know, I look at Ace Ventura 2 did way better than Ace Ventura 1. But it's not because it's a better film. It's because there's so much goodwill from the people who watched Ace Ventura 1 multiple times at home. Yeah. They're like, ooh, a second one? That's awesome. And that's the thing. If if, if Into Darkness, like, they feel justified by how Into Darkness is the most successful, financially successful Star Trek film. Of course it is. You're coming off a lot of goodwill from Star Trek 09. From rebooting Star Trek. I guarantee Mm -hmm. you that the next Star Trek film is not going to do as well. Yep. Um, because a lot of that goodwill, the people who came back, the people who bailed on Voyager and Enterprise and came back and liked it, my like I don't think I don't know if Paul Seaver will go see the next one in the theaters. I don't think it's a thing. Yeah. Like I think that he I think that he went to see Into Darkness in the theaters as continuing goodwill from the Star Treks that came before. That he felt burned by 09, but he had some hope. But he still had some left. Like. And yeah, and I I think that you're gonna find a dip next time. Yeah, because I think that people's well, and at some point it's like you'll only take so much punishment. You know, what I, mean? I don't like, th- even I, if you like what I'm saying is, is like there are a lot of people, diehard fans, you know, who. Absolutely oh, don't get me mad. At how, oh, I'm sorry. I thought you meant fans of diehard. Oh, Let's no, talk about no, taking no. punishment. No. Goodness gracious. <laughs> yeah, no. um, that just, you know, diehard Trekkies that didn't like 09. And they sure, sure as shit didn't like Into Darkness. But like we're a dedicated sort. You know what I mean? Like. Maybe the next one will be better, you know, like, and I think that that that's what I'm saying. Like, there's only so much punishment you can take. Like one movie where you're like, I don't know, man. Yeah, but you know what? You're like, I don't know, man. Let's be clear, though. As a demo, we don't matter as much as a demo. We don't we we only factor for like 10 percent of the gross. Um, Really? mm -hmm. Yeah. No, that was the thing. Nemesis and Enterprise proved this like like we we there just weren't enough of us to go around that's why you know one one because there are other things for us right so the star trek demo has had buffy and angel and Battlestar and doctor who and there's there's a in star wars two star wars tv shows a new star wars movies and the avengers there there's a lot vying for our attention and many of us have kids now many of us have grandkids now you know there's there's i mean that's that's what has happened you know you and i are at we were kids when next gen came out mm. but the people who are the diehard trekkies from the original series they're not going to the theater for everything you know they're they they will wait they're not as impulsive as the 18 to 24s and they're uh-huh. not you know and and so the fact is that we have shown in our in it, look at firefly right like all the the trekkies loved firefly when serenity came out we all went to go see it Mm-hmm. Every Trek you want to go see Serenity and it wasn't enough. You know, it's, but we buy a lot of shit. We do. We, we buy, we buy hard copies of shit. I just, I wonder, 
high fear for Star Wars a little bit. Um, Me too. Uh, because JG's films have all been intense. Um, it's uh, like a thing. Mission Impossible Three was intense, but it was perfect. That's supposed to be. That's a yeah. Mission Impossible is fine. I mean, whatever. Um, the uh, and Super Eight was interesting. It wasn't intense all the time. Super Eight had an introspection to it, but it no. seemed but it seemed like a faux in- introspection a little bit. It seemed like he was trying so hard to be Spielbergian that it kind of seemed like a Spielberg Xerox. <laughs> like it was, it was, a, that's it, it was good. Thing. It's kind of true. But. It was, it was a good, it was a good copy of Spielberg. It absolutely was. Yeah. But it was so Spielbergian that I left going, wow, that felt a lot like a more intense version of E.T. Yeah. yeah. Or, you know, any other. Yeah. Spielberg, Spielberg space romp, movie yeah you know um so I mean we'll see well like I I have hope knowing that Luke Lucas is involved that does give me some hope that he you know I don't know how much power he'll still retain and and whether or not he'll be able to stop what I fear from Abrams but um so let me hit you with this um and then we'll we'll do it over in the mega cast I'm sorry I feel like I'm teasing the mega cast to all these people who can't have it um it's fucked up, uh, yeah. but hey his idea, not mine. We, there probably will be a time <laughs> that we are doing some other kind of fundraiser and maybe we'll make it available through that at some point. Um, but it's not. We can't. No. We can't just put it out. I'm sorry. sorry. We want to, but con- contractually obligated to not just release <laughs> it. Um, uh, but that doesn't mean you have to totally miss out. So let's talk real quick about the original trilogy of Star Wars. And I just want to hit on one question. Would... One, should we just look at it as a trilogy or should we look at it as three different movies? And two, that being because we don't look at the Star Wars as a series. I do. Do we? No, no, you don't. You just lumped. You just said, oh, nine. I really like, but I don't like Into Darkness. You know, that's Star Trek. That's what I mean. Star Trek. We don't treat Star Trek. We treat them as individual films. Um, Even. Yes, because they don't have. um, Interconnectedness. They, they don't. Not really. Two, three, and four do, and I have ones that I and like I, and I like those. And I like ones that I different. like better than others. You know. Sure. Um, uh, so should we just look at it as, as a trilogy, or I do we? think it's a trilogy. I think I think what we're looking at is two distinct trilogies, two different time periods within sure, a, but, sing, but, a single w- universe. Without saying too different, I'm just saying honestly. You said you said the original, the new trilogy is poopy, and I'm saying a should we just look at it as a trilogy and go the trilogy is poopy. Or yes. do we go? Or do we go? Episode one, episode two, and episode three are varying degrees of poopy. Or maybe one of them, episode three, in my opinion, is pretty good. Episode three is less poopy than episode one and two. I think episode three is a good is is pretty good. I and go I and I think when you separate it out from the original trilogy, I think that all three of them are are like I would have liked like if they had not been Star Wars. If 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 somehow J.J. Abrams had gone back and and made it so the original Star Wars didn't come back because that's what he does. He destroys my child. <laughs> and there was no original Star Wars. And there was only episodes one, two, and three. And I saw episode one. And I didn't have Empire to compare it to. I would think. The characters aren't as good. Like, that's just true. Do you know what I'm saying? But you keep going, aren't as good. But are they good? That's the thing. Does it? No. Does it? No. Does it fail? Yeah. On its own, there are some. There are there are characters that you can enjoy, but it's pretty much Obi Wan. And so, does it come out? And does it a little bit quite God. So, having never really seen Star Wars, does it come out? And does it just totally flop? I you? think so. Yeah. Like there's I never th- a part two. Nobody likes it. 
That's what I think. Yeah. Yeah. I really do. Yeah. We'll talk more about it. Um, I episode one best part of episode one for you. None of it. Darth Maul. No. Oh, I can't wait to have that conversation because I entirely I don't understand that statement. Um, really, that fight. Really. We'll talk about yeah. No, I'm not really. Gonna that. Really. We'll get there. <laughs> we'll get there, but not here. Um. So none of. But if you had to choose, I mean, a, as a character, he's cool. Sure. You know, it's I wanted to that a lot of people say that the that the one one of the failings and I and it's only recently I've heard this said one of the failings of the new trilogy is that the character you want to know the most about the character who you are invested in ends up being Darth Maul. And if he had survived, you would have been like, I can't wait till that fucker shows up next time. I want to find out more about him. And they cut him in half. That he is the most interesting new character in the new trilogy and that they replace him with Christopher Lee, who's way less interesting. Maybe. I mean, they don't occur to me as being the significantly better one than the other. Oh, honestly. I can't wait to have that conversation. I totally disagree with you, but okay. Because um, I, I do have a preference, and I think I just said what it was, because <laughs> um, I have my thoughts about Dooku. Um, um, episode two. So, so there's no good part. There's nothing. The movie's just shit... From beginning to end, there's nothing you like. You don't like I, the battles. I like. You don't like Ewan McGregor. I like Ewan McGregor. Um, That's it. I adore, absolutely adore Ewan McGregor. As Obi Wan. Even as yeah, even as Obi Wan, but he can't save it. Um. You don't like. There's the, a there's that small exchange with him and Qui Gon, when he's like, I feel like something's weird, and he's like. I don't feel anything. He's like, well, like not now, but like, you know, out there. And he's like, dude, you got to focus on the now. And he's like, but Yoda says we got to do this. And he's like that, dude, that I, little I, exchange. I, I, totally, I actually enjoy it. I, to- I totally hope that's the way they write the new movie. <laughs> 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 I feel, I feel like there's this shit out there. There's, right some, now. there's some fucking shit, dude. There's some motherfuckers You'd out there. Quite there. Out of, I'll be, I'll be <laughs> Here we go. Oh. Um. Dude, I feel like, like there's some, just like some shit. That's out there, like some oogie. You Yo, feel that? You'll need to chill. It's important that you chill. <laughs> you need to learn to respect the living farce, my friend. <laughs> Stop it. He did not say farce. <laughs> <laughs> you are just my Padawan. But what I have is a very particular set of skills. <laughs> Stop it. I drained Padman. <laughs> Stop it. No, no. What's Obi Wan say? So, 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 if you're, you're, uh, if I, the bad imitation aside, um, right? Um, well, so yeah. like that's what I'm saying. Like the yeah. reason so, I so enjoy that, dude. My, 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 my Padawan. Like, like, like Yoda says that you just gotta like be in the now, man. Because like, what I'm saying, you is don't no. know what's gonna fucking happen. I thought we were doing a play here. I thought we were doing a skit. Now you're not doing the skit anymore. Oh, I thought you said you said bad thing aside, and then no, no, I said my bad imitation aside. Let's continue the oh, skit. Oh, well, so, I didn't realize. Well, now, shit. now we built Go it up. Ahead. It's not gonna be funny now. Oh. <laughs> Us, we ruined the good sweet spot. It's going to be the sweet spot of the we episode. We wasted the good surprise on you. Um, um, so, so. But Yoda doesn't say that. That's what I'm saying. Yoda said to like be open to like the force and all the stuff around us. Like that's what he was saying. That's why I was like, yo, be, pay attention to the future. Now, you don't know what's going to happen in the future? 
All right. Like Yoda says, like in the Empire Strikes Back, which I know because I know the force so I can see the future. <laughs> so you can see the future. Yeah, but he's going to say. But later he's, he's going to say. So Yoda now says this one thing, but then he's going to change. He's going to say to Mark Hamill. He's going to say, listen, Mark, always in motion the future is. <laughs> so like we don't know what the fuck's going to happen. Man, if I knew what the fuck was going to happen, do you think that I would have been like, hey, let's go fight Darth Maul, just the two of us? Like, no, because then I'm going to get fucking killed. I'm going to die. So, like, <laughs> why the like, fuck would I do like, that? Clearly, I would have, like, fallen back and hung out with you. But maybe that's why. Maybe you should have, right? Because then you would have known that when we had that stupid fucking fight with Darth Maul, where there was the fucking zippy, fanny, doopy things that won't, like, oh, 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 nope, you hold can't on move a second. Now. Oh, hold on, hold on, hold on. Dude, 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 dude. Then. <laughs> <laughs> Come on. Maybe you wouldn't have to fucking die in that stupid fight. No, I think I totally would have to. If you were paying attention to the fucking future, like I said. Yeah, but I'm going to like fucking join the force and stuff, dude. I can like totally go in the showers with checks. (laughs) (laughs) Awesome. They won't even know I'm there. I'm like, like, take your clothes off. (laughs) Take your clothes off. Except that it won't work on that one species, right? I want to show show you my very particular set of skills (laughs) with my tongue. Um, So... So worst part of the film then, um, and we'll get there as to why. Or did you? Like, no, we don't. Have to I say can't it. even pick a worst. It's so bad. Okay. There's so many things that are bad. Probably that a fucking child saves the world by accident. Yeah, Probably that, that, that sucks. That's shitty. Um, episode two, better or worse than episode one? Uh, For those of you who don't know, she just chewed on her hand. <laughs> She's like, go oh, episode two, and like, and, and like, suddenly she just started gnawing on her hand like she's a zombie. Like, I was like, fuck, she must hate episode two. Like, I'm like, episode two, she goes, nong, 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 she's like beef jerking her hand right there. Listen, I had a fucking itch. You never had one. I don't bite them. Why not? And because, because I don't. And I just thought it was like your reaction to episode two. Honestly, that was so random. Like, what do you think of episode two? Nong, nong, nong. So. So, like, episode two better or worse than episode I one? Don't, I don't know. But they're both really bad, man. And there's and for different reasons. Yeah? Yeah. Best part of episode two. Because there are parts in episode two that I dig a lot. Like what? Um, I like the uh, chase through Coruscant in episode two. In when, the beginning? In the beginning. Really? Not, you fucking like that? Not everything. Really? Not everything leading up to it, and and really? Oh, all right, not the lines, not the dialogue. <laughs> oh, so like if you were watching it, okay, you know what? Then I might agree with you. If I was watching it on mute, I might like that part. Well, and I just, I just like that. I, I like him jumping out the window and grabbing the thing and swinging sure, around. Sure. So and, do I. That's why it doesn't make any fucking sense that he's all like, "You're going too fast. What are you going to try to kill us?" So I'll show you. You just jumped out of a fucking window. So I'll, to I'll, grab like okay. a droid, which is like the size of a person's head, maybe smaller, <laughs> okay, so. and then you're whining about how he drives. Interesting, interesting point. And I, I'm, I'm curious as to where John Williams was lazy, and I will show you afterward. But the, uh. The scene in Harry Potter where Harry Potter and um, the second one, the um, Chamber of Secrets. Yeah. Where he is on the Quidditch match, him racing with uh, Malfoy in the back of the stands. Okay. Where they're in the stands. You know the part I'm talking about? I think so. The, the same music. Stop. No, no. I'm not saying almost the same music. It is the same music. It is the same it works it, better in Harry Potter. It's the same. Um, it's the same like two minutes of music. 
And I, I wonder which movie he was just checked out on. I think it was Harry Potter because he bailed on the next one. He only did some of the music. In, yeah, in probably. The, like, um, and he's really invested in doing Star Wars. But like it was it's so when last time when I watched Chamber of Secrets, I was like, because I know Star Wars so well. I really have to watch Chamber of Secrets. Now. I'm going to show you in between. I'll show you before we do the mega cast. It's, it's totally there. Because that's fucking hysterical. Um, OK, so worst part of the of the second one. Really? You know that like there isn't you don't think that there's one part that's necessarily the worst? The, I mean, I is there know. so much? Is there's, it like there's a again lot hard to choose yeah, from? Yeah, there's just a lot bad. Like and not very much good. Not really, no. Uh we'll talk about it. I, I disagree with you. I think this I think there's Star Wars. There's still Star Wars and they're fun and I love being in the universe. I I enjoy- Wait, wait, is the second one the battle with Yoda? Yeah. Then that. That's the worst? No, it's the best. Really? Sure. Oh, we'll talk about that too. Because I like Yoda. I like Yoda. Um, and and there, I like lightsaber battles. So. <laughs> and there are things about that battle that And at I least like. in that battle, it wasn't this ridiculous contrived bullshit. Um, so. All right, we'll get there. Um, <laughs> um, and then uh, episode three, the best of the three? Yeah, probably. Um, probably? Yeah. I mean. Is there any chance episode one and episode two are better than no, episode three? No, probably not. No. Um, I don't so know. it's hard to say. I, rank I wish it. I could just like go and cut them up and like fix them somehow. <laughs> but you know, you know what you do? You you have episode one be in black and white as a flashback, cut into a ten minute. Mu- we'll get there. Like just show the pod race. <laughs> well, just cut, yeah, just the the information you need to know right. to introduce the character. I almost feel like yeah, you would just show flashes from it with voiceover. Yeah. <laughs> Long time ago. Of course, that would be kind of shitty too to like have to go through the like the opening crawl and then also have more information. <laughs> um, like you do. So, um, so I mean, yeah, I mean, granted, I, my last movie had tons of voiceover, so um, and track couple have tons of voiceover. We'll have tons of voiceover. Um, so, uh, so I and and I've said this on more than one occasion. I rank uh, episode three above Jedi. Well, you're just wrong about um, that. I really, I really, really like it. And I was really, really emotionally affected by it when I saw it. When I saw episode three. Um, there were parts of it that emotionally affected me. There, Order I'll 66, the Order 66 sequence. Mm-hmm. I was yeah, that, stunned how well that was put put together. It was well edited. It was well shot. It was well crafted within the within the story. I cared what was happening. Sure. It was, it was, it was like, it's like, Lucas, where have you been? Like, like, where was this? Why yeah. did we not get this before? Because this is great stuff. The Anakin talk about dialogue that did work as much as that fight that didn't work. The the dialogue aspects of now I've heard the reason that the dialogue. Well, I'll get there, but I'll say it here. The uh, the dialogue that does work in episode three. The reason it works so much better than the other two because episode three was ghost written by Tom Stoppard. He came uh. in and and so the reason that the dialogue doesn't offend you. Like the plot can still offend you. There are things that, it, that can offend you, but well, the, I, dialogue, the dialogue in episode three is not as offensive as the first two. And I don't think it's because Lucas really grew as a writer. It's because he had somebody rewrite his dialogue. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's, uh, but we'll get like, so best part of episode three, order 66. Probably. Um, worst part. I don't know, man. I'm watching you think. It's interesting. I have trouble with Anakin in a lot of it. Just the acting? The acting, um, the stupidity. Like like that he's a stupid character, that he's dumb? 
like that the like how he gets wooed to the dark side and then turns his back on the woman that he loved which was the whole reason like that just doesn't make any sense in my brain so i like reject it i think there are things they could have done there are that and that's the thing that bothers me right like because there are things like i know it could have been achieved and i think that his love for her was the way to go i just it was clumsy and shoddily done you know what i mean empire is the movie that i watch rewatch the most episode three is the one that i rewatch the next most and then star wars but the only reason i watch star wars less than those two is because i've seen it so So much more much yeah so much that there's almost not there's not that much value to watching it except as putting it on in the background because it is it is oh not me i get drawn in again like i love it i I watched it like like i watched it more than you growing up then no. I'm telling I watched it every there was a period I watched it every week like there was a period when it came out on VHS when you could own it mm-hmm. oh it I like, watched the shit. shit out of it like like oh I, yeah like I've owned every version that's come out me too I, I, re- I repurchased them I own the blu-rays like I, yeah no I, every time they came out with like the box set like whatever new awesome box like I, I got if every they come out one. with another box set tomorrow there's another one available this Christmas I'll buy it, I'll buy it. yeah yeah mm-hmm. um <laughs> So okay, well then we're we're in agreement, but um, <laughs> but not on everything, and we'll get certainly there. not about the fucking prequels. Um, uh, um, it's an interesting discussion. Um, man, uh, I think we're like I think we're good, man. I feel like we've hit a lot. We hit Tron, a lot of Tron. Mm-hmm. Loves it. Not as funny, more just sort of more. We're like a sci-fi t- podcast this this week. <laughs> a little bit, yeah. We're not like a the alcohol fueled comedy rage fest. Like or, <laughs> I'm, I'm like. <laughs> Rage I'm like fest. I'm funny I'm funny you go I'm funny I'm funny I go I'm funny I'm funny here's something dark you're like holy shit you didn't just say that welcome to Trek off <laughs> there is you know what that's kind of true there's <laughs> a little bit of like funny 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 but I think I'm being funny <laughs> I like to stab women <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's like what, what just happened? What? Did you just say? <laughs> did you did just you say, say revenge? Fucking what? what? <laughs> I don't know. Oh man, revenge! Like the worst like terms ever. Right. Like our own versions of Cards Against Humanity. Just like, <laughs> revenge. Fucking wow. Wow. We should come out with our own version, the Trek off Cards Against Humanity version. <laughs> just like all the fucking shit that justin says that's twisted yeah and then <laughs> and then and then if you lose is just this like photoshop this photoshop picture that just shows like neelix raping quark <laughs> just in the ear oh dude yeah. see what i mean so how I, do you do that <laughs> that was my point i was i was you see therein lies the irony alexia is that oh is that how irony yeah, works? yes you see because i said i was going to do it uh-huh and then i did it seemingly unknowingly okay. in the oh. way that I described that we oh, would do it. Okay. And you see, now I get how does that, ha- how does that have to relate to Star Trek four? Go. What? What I just did, what I just said, um, you have to relate it to star. To That's the, bullshit. To you the do. Events. Um, <laughs> give me a different movie, but you still have to do Star Trek four. Give me a different, no. movie. just tell me any no. movie to relate what I just said to any Star Trek movie and I'll do it. And then it'll be your turn to do it for Star Trek Ford. No, I don't N- like Just this name thing. a Star Trek movie. Um Don't deny. What? Don't deny. I know the Bible to quote from for you. <laughs> <laughs> the actor's Bible. Actor's Bible. Don't deny. I'm not trying to deny. Just I give don't me think a Star I can Trek do movie. what you're give asking me, me to just do. Just give me a Star Trek movie. 
Name, just name a Star Trek yes, movie, and, Star and Trek V. Star Trek V. You see, the reason what I did relates to Star Trek V is this. Um, the the process of, of, of taking something funny and then making it dark is something that continued for hundreds of years. And what happened is it eventually, after first contact happened, made its way to Vulcan. As Vulcans were already a highly spiritual but also highly logical people, they started to partake in this sort of humor followed by darkness. Unfortunately, as it started to permeate the culture, and the culture did, which did mind meld with one another, so it not just culturally permeated, uh, permeated them, but also mentally permeated the Vulcan culture, it started to become that the lightness and the humor combined with the darkness started to be more than some Vulcans could handle. They decided to purge this, and with this, purged anything that could be light or also spiritual. Cybok would have none of this. And Cybok, <laughs> Cybok relating what Justin did so many years ago, <laughs> Cybok decided to leave Vulcan and his half-brother Spock behind to follow a more emotional and more humorous, a jovial fellow jovial. with a Darkly dark side. Jovial. With a dark side. <laughs> A a good natured villain is in fact he was. <laughs> wow. Yeah, no, that totally works. Yeah. yeah. All right, Star Trek Four. No, I can't do I don't can't have do your skill to be ridiculous like that. <laughs> <laughs> I'll give you that. I'll give you that. But if you listening can, I would love to see how what we're doing relates to Star Trek 4. So send us a Facebook message and we will promise here to read it on the air and then forget by our next podcast to do so. <laughs> I'll probably remember. He'll forget. But we'll read it and we'll respond. <laughs> and, and then hopefully we remember. But in the meantime, my name is Justin. And my name is Alexia. Check out bitches. No, you can't. Okay. Oh, I fucked up. Let me start over. Let me start over. My name's Alexia. You know, I fucked that up too. My name is Justin. Are we actually going to be able to edit this? What the fuck is wrong with you? I don't want to go away. See, it messed with my mind. What happened? <laughs> what what, what happened was. What happened was. <laughs> Justin's brain broke. Half of me is Cybok and the other is Spock. There's nothing's going on here. All I know is that if you watched it in a movie, it would be awful. So. <laughs> but our movie's not going to be awful. I meant, No, I meant Star Trek V is awful. Oh, okay. Because it's got Cybok. Okay, yeah, but Cybok's not going to be in our movie. Or <laughs> or is he? <laughs> <laughs> Jokes are funnier when you explain them. That's <laughs> the best. When the joke doesn't go over and then you try and explain how funny it is, and then the other person laughs politely, like, ah, <laughs> 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 oh, like that. Well done. I'm really good at it. My name's Justin. <laughs> My name's Alexia. Trek off. Trek off, bitches. I can't say bitches. No, you're not allowed. No. End of line. <laughs> you are listening to the geeks radio internet radio network at geeksradio.com home of trek off the not safe for work star trek podcast pop off where we geek out on comics movies and tv shows that are the superstars of geek culture podcast who the doctor who podcast with phil stamper ninjas versus you the official podcast of the ninjas versus trilogy and garrett and rj go hollywood two regular guys trying to make it in tinseltown all of this is available for you for free by going to geeks 
GeeksRadio.com or searching Geeks Radio on iTunes. Geeks Radio is a presentation of Endlight Entertainment.